Okay. One, two, three. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Let's get a little closer. Okay. Hello, everyone. Um, this is the very first episode. I hope this goes well, because I'm just going to send it. Okay. Welcome. This is the very first episode of Hulk Girl Histories, which is a podcast created by me and hosted by me, Claire Elizabeth Taylor. Yes, that's right. Um, it's going to focus on unspoken histories of the girls, the gays, and non-binary slays. I know you're like, okay, very Gen Z. <laughs> Who are you? Everything of that sort. I'm also kind of cringing at myself doing this. Um, but you know, that's what I'm here to tell you today. This is the introduction episode. This is where you get to know me, Clara's, like, ooh, Claire Elizabeth Taylor. Um, you know, what am, what am I doing? Why am I here? Why why do I want to do this? Why why am I putting you through this little project of mine? But before we like do formal introduction stuff, you know what? Like I think it would just be good if I told you how my day is going. Because I think it's very representative of me. So first of all, I'm talking really fast, so you're just gonna have to get used to it. I hopefully will calm down as time goes on. I really don't like how I can see like the time. Okay. It's kind of stressing me out. Alright focus so today i woke up i've been recovering from like a cold probably covid um everyone's been getting it you know like uni life colds and flus just come in waves right um it's probably covid for like the fifth time i had covid november last year and then in march last year it was the first one out of my friends to get covid and everyone was so pissed at me but then everyone else got it after um then of course i was the one who got it again because I'm super unlucky and um so today I woke up I bought a neti pot yesterday <laughs> because my sickness like my snot was just getting insane and like if you know me you know my friends call me snotty Claire because I don't know I just produce enough snot to feed a village and when I'm sick and it's just disgusting so I decided to invest in a neti pot and this morning so it started out I used it it wasn't really that you know great like whatever very on brand though, you know. Um, then, you know, the day goes by. I was looking at some historical documents, you know, as you casually do. And then um, in the afternoon, I was like, you know what I'll do? I'll make some brownies. I have this brownie mix in my cupboards I haven't used since I bought in like September. Still haven't used it. Um, <laughs> you go to the oven. I love to like cook vegetables at about like 230 degrees Celsius. So it's like super high. You're definitely not supposed to cook vegetables at that temperature but you know what I really like to just crank up the heat get them roasted real good so I didn't really turn down the heat on the oven um and I think you're supposed to like heat brownies cook brownies like 180 right yeah and um so the brownies burnt on the top like burnt dark (laughs) crust (laughs) like a crust on the top like the earth's crust and um, <laughs> I opened the oven and smoke flew out. The fire alarm didn't go off though, so they um, had opened the windows. I can't smell. That's a really fun fact about me. I've never been able to smell, not because of COVID. I've just never been able to smell. So my mom, it was like, oh, the whole house smells like burnt. And I was like, great. Um, so I burned brownies. But then the thing is, it wasn't just like, oh, it's completely burnt. It was just really burnt on the top. And the rest was liquid. And then I tried to put it back in the oven at a lower temperature. Because everyone was like, Claire, what the hell? Like, you're actually so stupid. 
that still didn't work. 20 minutes in. Like, it's just, now they're just liquid. I just tried to have another one. And um, it just didn't work. And it's really embarrassing. But I feel like it's very, very on brand. I also made, like, a really chaotic dinner of just throwing together, like, fucking, ooh. I don't know if I should swear on here. <laughs> um, non-bread bites. Uh, kale. You know, craziness. Just craziness. And that was my night, basically. Now I'm drinking chamomile tea with some lemon and honey. Um, I don't know why I'm recording this. My voice sounds so gross. But, you know, it's fun. It's fine. And now we can get into the actual, like, you know, cut the, the, the jibber-jabber. That is not the word. Um, and get into, like, what this podcast is. It's not just me rambling. I promise. I promise. I promise. Um, so, let's go back to how I said, um, you know, this podcast is going to focus on the unspoken histories of girls, gays, and non-binary slicks. Um, so, first we have to introduce myself, I guess, why I want to do that. Um, so, also, I'm going to say, like, right now, more, like, branding of myself right now, I'm wearing knockoff crocs i got from aldi that are three sizes too big for me got them for five quid though so it's lit um i also am wearing my minecraft long pajamas that are size 12 boys thank you tia for that christmas present um and i'm also wearing my huggle anyone who knows me knows this is my fit and i'm so glad no one else can see me right now though anyway okay enough of the rambling about just me because I could talk about myself for ages, because I'm an only child. Let's go back to hot girl histories, which is why we are here. We are here for hot girl histories, because we want to focus on the unspoken histories, which I already <laughs> said before, girls, gays, non-binary slaves. Um, so basically, I am a fourth. Well, I'm going to get into that. I'm supposed to be a fourth here. <laughs> At the University of St. Andrews in Scotland, I study English and modern history. So I love telling people that. It's my favorite thing about me, I think. Um, I'm also originally from Boston. I know everyone's like, oh, I'm originally from a city and then they live 40 minutes outside. I'm one of those people. I live in like a suburb of Boston. Um, but I've gone to school in Scotland all four years. A lot of people are like, oh, are you there for this semester? No, I've been here since I was 18. The reason behind starting this podcast is I'm kind of on a break from uni right now. You know, hot girl break. In November, I decided that I just wasn't going to be able to finish the year. Um, so I took a little leave, leave of absence, if you will. And in that leave, I was kind of like, okay, now I have space in my brain. I love history. And not like, you know, not the World War II history, not the stupid, like, Revolutionary War history. Like, I love just woman's history story part of history. Um, and I always have, and I'm going to get into, like, the cover of this episode because I think it speaks to volumes about who I am and how I've been into this and everything. Um, I was like, you know what? I have space now. I have so many things that I, like, want to research. And part of me, like, I want to do a PhD in history one day, one day. And I guess one of the things that made me want to do a PhD is, like, to do these fun projects. Like, I can just so focus on such a niche, insane thing a part of history that hasn't been spoken about or like studied before and just like do something with it and I was like okay I want to do a podcast where I can kind of go into these niche topics and stuff like that 
that I just would love to study that I just normally would not have the time to if I was doing courses um but that have been studied in in books and scholarship but they haven't been really spoken about um and these stories of you know women gay people and I guess non-binary people and their accomplishments that have been overlooked or just not even put at the forefront before in such a space um or in like popular media and stuff like that yeah so I have some really fun episode ideas lined up like um I might cut this out but okay some really fun episode ideas lined up including the history of um women and queer DJs and how they shape the house scene um in Europe and in America um the women of the solidarity movement which I will hopefully be my first episode and I want to do an episode for the one year anniversary of the invasion of Ukraine um more about me is that I'm half Polish my dad's from Poland and my mom's from America (laughs) but my whole mom's side of the family is Irish and growing up in Boston or like around Boston as an only child you know you grow up at the site of the Boston Tea Party um you have field trips to the Mayflower how cool Plymouth Plantation Plymouth Plantation but fun fact isn't Plymouth Plantation anymore. I'm going to actually look up what it is. Okay, it's now called Plymouth Pawtucket in honor of the Wampanoag name for the region. So apologies if I call it Plymouth Plantation. That's that's how what it was called when I was growing up and when I would take field trips there. But basically, I remember going to Plymouth Pawtucket or Plymouth Plantation and being like, this is my home. This is where I belong. Um, with the little wooden huts and fields and it's also if you've ever been to Plymouth you know it's beautiful it's right on the water um it's like fields and um there's people who dress up in like the 1600s attire and there are kids that work there and they like play with um almost like a hula hoop but on the ground I don't know like a wheel and there are women churning butter it was just I was like I went there when I was little and I was like this is my dream job and I told my parents I was like when I grow up this one I want to be straight up. I was like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. My friends were like, great, honey. Okay. Um, but, you know, there were horses. There was also there was the Wampanoag um, tribes. They also had their, like, huts and stuff. It was so cool. They had their canoes. I just remember being, we would take, uh, that field trip was the highlight of my life. And um, there was also, because I was so into this, like, history <laughs> role play, I also went to Sturbridge Village. Shout out all my New England people who know these places. Um, which was another place. It's 1800s, but it was another place where it's like they basically remake an 1800s town. And I was like, this is literally where I belong. I want to work here and pretend to live in the 1800s and just speak to people in my 1800s lingo, in my 1800s tasks. And I was set on it. And I was going to say something about Plymouth Foundation. Oh, my history teacher in high school her husband apparently somehow I don't know what he did he worked with the people who um like worked at Plymouth Plantation and apparently they the people who worked there were so into their characters that they wouldn't come out of character when they were speaking to management so they'd be like oh guys like reply to this email and they'd be like what's email and you know what that was my dream (laughs) as a kid I heard that in high school I was like you know what I would have been down but yeah basically I think also being an only child I really had to entertain myself growing up shout out my only children I love being told that I don't seem like an only child because I've been told on multiple occasions 
but I think, you know, starting a podcast on your own is a pretty only child thing to do. However, um, I had to entertain myself. So I would play Pilgrim, like, in the backyard. My parents got me, like, wooden food, and I'd be like, <laughs> God, I would, like, make a fire, not really, like, make a play fire, make, like, a play hearth and stuff, and I'd just pretend to, like, do 1600s chores, like, churn butter, tend to the fire, like, hold my sickly children, stuff like that when I was, like, 10 years old. It was awesome. I honestly genuinely enjoyed it. I think that's why my imagination got so crazy was because of all that. And I really, you know, when you're a kid, you just don't really get how, like, you know, dirt floors. And if you were alive in the 1600s, you know, you'd be, like, I'd probably be constantly pregnant and diseased and war and, you know, no rights. You know, it was just the fantasy at the time. And I feel like this podcast is me fulfilling that fantasy in a different way. And, you know, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. And I'm hyped to embark on this creative project from my little desk, my little room, my little house, and little St. Andrews. Um, And I think the rest of this episode, I just want to, like, do some fun facts, stuff about me, as I've already done. It's just all about me. Um, but I also want to say, I'm no history textbook, like, I'm not, this isn't gonna be a history textbook podcast, this is gonna be just me being insane, and some cool historical facts and analysis, and maybe interviewees, yes, 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 my friends coming on it, um, just a lot of thoughts, it's not gonna be a history textbook, I kind of went over that, I was really into, like, colonial history, problematic, but, you know, 1600s 1800s like you know I was into the revolutionary war for a little bit I was I did pretend to be one of the soldiers on one of the like Sturbridge village like reenactments because you know like I grew up in all the places where stuff with like the declaration of independence and Paul Revere's house and all this like America's history was just right on my doorstep and it was very exciting the freedom trail oh god just gets me excited thinking about it so my like least favorite part of history, I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, economic history is like not really my thing. But then again, it is kind of interesting. The way I should have thought about this before. Oh, Reconstruction was whack. I really didn't care about that in a push. Um, the Renaissance is interesting. I just really like. I've been taught it so many times. Like. Do we really need to learn about the Renaissance that much? World War II. Everyone goes through an obsession with it. Especially if your family's Eastern European. Um, and also, oh, I thought I would go over my history modules. Because I think the cool thing about St. Andrews, this is a promo for everyone just thinking about college to come to St. Andrews, is that, like, the undergrad system is really, like, specific. So when I came, since my first year of college, basically, like, university, so my four-year, it's a four-year degree. Basically, but it's like a bachelor's in the US, right? Like, so the first two years, you take three modules a semester. So three classes a semester. I love translating. Three classes a semester. Um, and for me, since I was like a joint major, English and modern history, I had one English class, one modern history class, and then I could choose another class. I don't know why my advisor told me this, but like, I still get mad at him that, he, that they told me this. They told me like, oh, you know, you should take another history as your third 
module, which, yeah, okay, I ended up doing that for the first two years, like, only taking my third module being, like, history module. However, um, I really wish that I took, like, social anthro or um, film or art history. Like, why? It's first, also, because the first two years of your degree don't count. It's really confusing, guys. The system's really whack. Like, basically, there's sub-honors and honors. And sub-honors, you have those three classes a semester. One of them is not in your degree. Or if you're, like, a single major, then you have two classes that don't really matter. Um, I mean, they don't matter anyway. But the first two years I took, you know, the compulsory modules that were like, well, I took like a novel of adultery course, which was stupid. Should have just taken the normal English class. It was like reading Wuthering Heights and stuff. But I was like, no, I want to read Madame Bovary for some reason. So I took that. It's my first semester. I took like the MO1008, which is MO1007, which is like modern history from modern history what define like what is modern history right when does it start i love quizzing people on this my favorite question to ask people when they ask me you know what's modern history i'm like okay you take a guess you guess and i've got such a range i've got them from like 1200s to like someone told me 1980s or 1990s someone was like oh today and i was like what like what bro um the answer well, I'll let you think. One moment. I let you think. When does modern history start? Right? Okay. Okay. Modern history starts. I'm gonna fart. Modern history starts. 1400s Renaissance. Okay. Columbus. That's when modern history starts. So my first history module in uni was. So like 1400 starts with the Renaissance. Renaissance, like it goes to 1776. Then, so like, yeah, very Eurocentric. I know they're trying now to make it like more diverse, but like, hello, even the start and end dates of all these like history modules are very Eurocentric. So, okay, 1476, second semester, I took the like compulsory English class, which is absolutely terrible. Like, oh my god, it's like 1600s Chaucer. Um, no, I think I read Chaucer second year like burns like oh my god all these t- <laughs> like such old english texts it actually makes my skin crawl i couldn't i would never want to read them again um that and then for history it's like 70 1776 to 2001 guess wonder what that cutoff is and then um oh my third so my third modules in first year were scottish history which was no sorry medieval scottish history first semester no my third module is second semester was medieval history which was actually about scotland which was cool because we looked at maps and stuff of st andrews because st andrews is like a medieval scottish town we got john knox like so much going on in this town in the medieval times so that was cool um first semester i want to say i want to say was what what was my third module oh no wait i literally cannot remember well Second year is more, second year was COVID, by the way. So, like, COVID hit March of first year. So, all of second year was COVID. Um, second year, it was, like, a historiography class for history. Medieval English. I had to learn old English. That was crazy. Then I took an intro to Middle Eastern history class. And then, why can't I remember my third module? This is really annoying me. Okay, guys, I found it. First semester, first year, I took ancient history. As my third. And I remember I hated ancient history. 
the col- the colleagues, the professors were lovely. The subject was pretty interesting. But it's just like there's no answers with ancient history. And I like how modern history, like, there are some facts. Like, there are some, there is some evidence. With ancient history, you kind of make up some evidence. And I really didn't like that. I didn't like how there's no answers. But of course, I guess, for some people, that's the appeal. Okay. And then, so that was, like, I can't believe I almost missed that. Then, okay, second semester, I think I explained, like, I took Scotland and the English Empire. So that was medieval, okay. And then second year, my third modules were, oh, I took the Roman Empire. Oh, my God, I took ancient history again. (laughs) Please. And then I took intro to Middle Eastern historiography, as we explained. Okay, and then third year, third year was honors. So that was great Um, because honors, you take only your degree courses. So because I'm English modern history, I took one, and because of credits, I took one English and one history module per semester. I know that for anyone in America who goes to an American college, they're like, what? Also, you'll be happy to know, I only write essay. One of my assignments, for one of my classes, I wrote, I did like a podcast episode. Like, I never have to do a test. I never have to do math. It's so lit. And in third year, you get to choose your modules. Like, there's obviously the compulsory first two years, like, about what you have to take. But then in third year, you get to choose third and fourth year. So I chose, okay, I chose um, medieval, no. So for third year, I chose bodies and selves in the Renaissance for my English class, which I needed to get, like, the pre-1700s requirement out of the way. So I chose this one because of that. But I actually really enjoyed the class and I did really well in it. Um, it was about how, like, consuming and excreting and uh, bodies are portrayed in Renaissance text. Um, really interesting stuff. I also took, oh my god, this class was a nightmare. I took from World War II to Thermidor. Um iran in the short 20th century the class was so hard i've never taken iranian history in my life so it really wasn't the time to start but it was it like i learned a lot but it was really hard then i took a literary theory in second semester for english which was awesome learned so much in that class the professor was amazing shout out to him then i took for the history course doing and practicing transnational global history in the late modern world and that my friends is my kind of like focus I'm currently doing research projects um, focused on transnational history with a professor in the Transnational History Institute here at the University of St. Andrews. Shout out the Lay Law Scholarship for getting me on that track because I had the Lay Law Scholarship in second year summer and that kind of doing research on transnational history, which I'll get into, um, led me to take this class and led me into a lot of the projects I'm doing today. And even led me, I guess, I would argue into like being interested to do this podcast so I also realized as I said like it's a bit confusing about from fourth year or not I'll tell you what my fourth year modules were supposed to be and like I got like eight weeks into my first semester modules so my English module I was so excited for them guys like it's actually insane how excited I was for this year um like I love my degree my friends make fun of me like I love my classes they're so interesting I'm so glad that I get to take them and of course of course I say that as I'm not taking any of them However, um, I t- was taking 20th century crime fiction, gender and genre. So it was about women and gender in crime, 20th century crime fiction. Um, absolutely. So, such a good module. 
so interesting. Getting into theory, getting into um, like all sorts of crazy stuff. I was obsessed. Then the other one was called Dictatorship and Practice. This everyday life in fascist Italy, Nazi Germany, Franco Spain. And I can figure out the last one. Oh, and Mussolini's Italy. There we go. Um, that one was like the history of everyday life. Also super interesting. Um, I have been dying to take it since third year. Like I applied to take it and I didn't get into it. So fourth year I was like, yes, I got into it. But guess what? I didn't finish it. Um, then I was in second semester, which would have been now. I was going to do my dissertation, which I'm going to do next year still. I don't know. It's like really weird how they classify dissertation history. Most like, like IR, international relations, they're like most subjects, dissertations are year long. In history, they're like, okay, you need to do like original research and stuff like that. But it's only one semester. And so I was going to do my dissertation, which is like, you know, basically a thesis, I guess. And then I was going to take creative writing. It was going to be so good. But I still can take like, it's just a year late. I'll just take those next year. Who's counting? Like, who is counting? For real. I want to disclaim that the quality of this might be so bad. Like, I am using a mic. So I'm actually crazy, and I I got so excited about this idea that I got this off Amazon for, like, 19 pounds. So it's kind of, I think it's making the quality worse if I were to use just my Mac, but that's okay. Um, I also, I thought I would, like, explain some of the podcasts I listen to. Uh, I think you would hope that I listen to more history podcasts than I do. I really just listen to the rest of history. I love them. And then I listen to, like, Binchtopia love them or i think they're my favorite podcast of all time and goes without saying i listen to some drag race podcasts <laughs> um what else what else i think that's it i really i used to listen to trouble dropouts um oh lexi but yeah i really i like get really into a few podcasts and i just listen to them i don't really like listen to different episodes and stuff but yeah more about me uh more about me i know you want to hear more I I my fault I can definitely hear me right now and I'm like cringing the fact that she can just hear me talk like this. Yeah, who am I outside of like history and English and all that? Uh basically I like to snowboard. <laughs> my dad got me snowboarding when I was like eight, which is cool. Snowboarder girl. Um I sailed growing up. That was cool as well, because I lived on the water. Um near Boston, so that was awesome. It I also like at uni got really into like social justice stuff so I was on like I still am on the campaign for affordable student housing which is just such a huge crisis in St Andrews and I know across the UK housing um for students um I was also on I founded the camp like the Divest Borders branch um in St Andrews which is like part of People and Planet shout out uh what else oh I'm on I was on Sexpression love Sexpression which like is going into local schools and teaching uh, relationships and sexual health curriculum if you're in the uk and there's a sex expression branch at your uni i highly recommend getting involved in it it's so like rewarding and fun generally one of my best things i think i've done at uni and um, i was on like an art magazine for a bit I've done all sorts of stuff it's always like a running joke that i am secretly on every committee in st andrews but st andrews also has all those like whack committees like for balls and stuff i'm not on those i'm on like the real committees <laughs> of like campaigns and stuff like that but yeah right now i'm currently reading which i hope like this could be a cool podcast episode i think like 
Um, I'm currently reading Eve Bites Back, an alternative history of English literature by Anna Beer. She's a professor at Oxford, which is so far a very good book. Um, I'm also reading All About Love by Bell Hooks, which, if you can see closely, is also on the cover of this podcast, which I thought I'd bring up the cover. Shout out to my friend Kay for making it, who will definitely be a guest on here. My graphic design queen. But in the background, so obviously there's me, but in the background there's like photos of postcards and documents I've used in my own research. So yeah, kind of fun. Going back to my research, um, I'm going to probably talk about this at a later date as it gets closer to some very exciting and important things. I've done some research, like independent research, under, of course, the supervision of a professor um, on Scottish women Esperantists. Have you ever heard of Esperanto? I really don't want to get into it now. Like, it's really not. Like, I'll get into it, like, an episode of talking about Scottish women Esperantists or Esperanto in Scotland. But that was, like, my transnational history research project that got me into, like, oh, maybe I want to, like, study history and, like, do another degree in history. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I was just going to, this was really just a little intro. Oh, wait, I have more things to say. Um, some fun facts about me are that I am an aunt of four. Yes, that's right. I'm 20. Oh, I didn't even say my age. I'm 21 years old. That'll be 22. Pisces gang. Um, I'm an aunt of four. Three boys and one girl. Oh, I said I'm only child. I have two half-sisters. <laughs> and then I'm also the namesake of a baby in Fiji. Because last summer, through a scholarship I have, shout out Layla, I lived with the Fijian host family. And um, while I was, I lived with the Fijian host family for six weeks. Lived for a while with my Fijian host family. In that time, there was a baby born. And they, they named the baby Anna Claire, which is named after me. And my the person who was sharing room with Anna and um so yeah so that's another like that's my best I when that happened I was like this is the best fun fact ever also because like I have basically like a child a goddaughter you could say in Fiji now so that's awesome Fiji's so far away as well so um can't wait for her to come visit me and for me to just come visit her we sent her stuff for Christmas which is very cute Trying to think of more fun facts. Oh, I really like yoga and hot yoga. Pilates is fun. I like like vegetables <laughs> a lot. And not in like a healthy way. Like I genuinely just like the taste. So like ice cream, milkshakes. My room is really cool. If I ever like blow up, I'll do a room tour. It's really cool. <laughs> I promise. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, I've met like this is also a cool fun fact to end with. I've met Lev Valenza and David McCall. Who can say that? Who can say that? Who can say they've met both? Me. Rest in peace, David McCall. Um, he also grew up in my... No, he didn't grow up. But he lived in the town that I grew up in. David McCall. Lev Valenza, just, you know, a very important historical figure. So, I guess I'll leave it there. I know I'm going to, like, put this down a more. But this was just the intro to get to know who I am, the chaos that is about to ensue for to make a podcast about the unspoken histories of the girls, gays, and non-binary slaves. Expect so many fun guests, like interviewees, right? Who am I going to interview? Who are going to be ranged from experts to people who actually know nothing about history that's comedic. Get ready for just some subjects, like as I explained before, like the women of solidarity and history of 
woman teachers, I don't even want to say my other ideas because I don't want anyone to get any ideas from it. Steal my juice. Steal my swag. Oh, I don't know if I can put this in like earlier, but I also have been on like the breakaway. Like I'm on a hill walking society. I've gone, I've hiked some Monroe's, so I'm an outdoorsy girl. Do like art museums. All right. Thank you for listening. And the next episode will be real. So I'm excited for you to hear. Thank you for listening. The next episode will be a real hot girl history moment. And yeah, I'm excited to see what's in store. Okay, goodbye. Also, super quickly, follow the Instagram to keep updated. Hot girl histories on Instagram. Also on TikTok, hot girl histories should be easy enough to find. I will probably make a Twitter at some point. I'll let you know if I do. <laughs> but yeah, it will be under that name. So go follow. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Peace.